Blog Talk Radio. The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow man, hoping we can make it better. catch on blog talk radio we're uh, very excited to be with you again tonight and uh we have a, a a wonderful guest who's really become an old friend here on uh on this show because we've uh, had him two or three times and maybe even more than that um but uh, he's a he's a deep thinker and he's a relational guy and he's a pastor and he's uh, got a global perspective and he's a prophet and he has uh, incredible uh, uh, ideas and I think I would say uh, what I love why I like to talk to Doug is he's got a great slant on truth and on culture, on what's going on in the world right now and how biblical truth fits into that. And it's a very exciting conversation always uh, when we have Doug on. And I thought of him today, especially based on uh, my catch yesterday. Uh, Many of you who follow us regularly know we've been in Hebrews 13 now for probably three weeks and uh, getting a whole lot of stuff out of that one chapter. And uh, we, you know, we didn't start at the beginning and work through. We started in the middle. And so we're working around in different directions. And actually, yesterday, we we, uh, went right, went way back up to the first verse, which uh, uh, is quite simply uh keep the unit keep uh loving one another keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters it's a, such a simple uh call and yet uh what it brought up to me as i was thinking about it and writing is uh how divided um uh our world is right now i was i was going to say our country but uh, you know this is a global perspective here and uh, i have to say it's our whole world uh, is divided in so many so many different ways but we certainly feel it here in our country through primarily politics i mean you've got vaxxers against anti-vaxxers and you've got Republicans against Democrats, and uh, you've got the racial divide. You've got, uh, uh, you know, the race theory, critical race theory, and anti-critical race poll, and um, you've got conservatives and liberals, and boy, it's just uh, it's polarized, and and it seems to get more more and more farther apart. Well, now here's the 
Here's the challenge. There are Christians, brothers and sisters in Christ, on both sides of the camp. We've got, we have brothers and sisters who are Republicans and who are Democrats and who are vaxxers and who are anti-vaxxers and all of that. We, we've got, uh, you know, in, let's go halfway around the world. You've got brothers and sisters in Christ who are Messianic Jews and who are Palestinians who love Jesus and they're brothers and sisters. And how does that work? You know, how do we get over these divides that have become so huge. And uh, I'm deeply concerned with the fact that it appears that a lot of Christians have allowed these divides to become barriers between them and other brothers and sisters. And we've got to get over that because that is completely unbiblical and, and will destroy our faith and our it will destroy our hope for the gospel. So I've uh, um, I, I've said probably more than I needed to say. Uh, I wanted to set the stage because um, our guest is Doug Stevens, who has been thinking a lot about this and thinking a lot about how do we get over our differences as brothers and sisters in Christ and. Uh, He's got some ideas to share with us. I think this will be a very practical and very helpful half hour uh, tonight. So please welcome back to Blog Talk Radio, Doug Stevens. Welcome, Doug. Thank you, John. I want to say a hearty amen to your uh, closing exhortation there. I appreciated your introduction. Uh, I want to meet that guy, whoever it is uh, you were you were describing. Um, it sounds like... Uh, we might be in for a very engaging conversation, but we we always do that. I appreciate being on uh, on the show with you. Great, great. Well, now, as we talked earlier, you've been doing a lot of thinking about this. So, why don't you just jump in and uh, tell right. us some of the things that you've been been uh, uh, thinking about and and working on in relationship to getting Christians. Uh, to to get beyond our differences. Well, I'm working on it because uh, all of this, you know, comes out of the trenches. This isn't just hypothetical yeah. or, you know, um, a, a theory we need to work on and create some sort of ideal. It has to work in the real world. And right now that's a huge challenge. Some would say impossible, actually. Mm. And, uh, you know, many have given up. There are, there are pastors who have given up. There are people who stopped going to church. Um, there are people whose families are divided and before they had a relationship and now they can't hardly talk they can't they can't hardly get together and that's really really sad huh. so um there i, I do have uh, some ideas and uh, there are some uh, some working um premises that i think um you know might take us in a better direction and might even provide some healing and might open up some conversations and might renew and rebuild and and repair some relationships. So um, here's uh, some thoughts, I, and you and I can talk can about I stop this. You before, yes. Before you start talking about possible solutions, uh, have yeah. you got any ideas on on possible causes? Uh, why is this happening? Um, do you have Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, 
Yes. I mean, uh, we can drill down, and I think we have to keep keep drilling down. Um, we, uh, I mean, it's human nature to to experience what what we are. It's human nature because we're insecure people by by definition, mm. Um, mm. and 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 we are easily influenced by the. Um, uh, the the uh, the ideas that others promote, um, especially if uh, it's now connected with our tribe, uh, if it's now connected with our faith, and so here's what all Christians believe. For example, if someone says that, that's what all Christians believe, or all evangelicals should believe this. Or if you're if you take the Bible seriously, this is the way you see it. And uh, we've stopped really exploring and studying, and now we're reduced to sound bites. And we immediately have to, um, you know, surface our loyalties. And uh, if we hmm. say the wrong thing, we're immediately cut off. We don't really have discussion so much anymore. So what we're experiencing is sort of normal human behavior, but it, it, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's polarized um, in a way that it hasn't been for a long time. I go back to the 19, late 1960s and 70s, you know, in the early formational years when I was growing up, that uh, – that was a very divisive time. This is another such time. And though we have issues along the way, now we have whole cultures that are divided uh, into, into tribes that no longer even, even speak. So, I mean, that's a very simplistic wow. way of talking about the fact that the divisions are being exploited now. The natural, uh, you know, variances in our, in our opinions are being exploited for uh, political ends and other, you know, nefarious uh, reasons yeah. why we're we're doing that, and I, I'm uh, I'm not happy with people on either extreme that uh, that have taken us in this in this place. So um, I, I think that's where we are, why we are, but we've got to do something about that, and not simply lament it. Though I do lament it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was that was great um, and very helpful. So let's let's now I'm going to let you go back to where you were where you were headed in terms of what do we do about this? Well, as with any relationship, if there's going to be a relationship, we have to find common ground. Now, at the very basic level, I mean, the most primitive level possible, we, we share a common humanity. So that's kind of prologued everything else. And whatever you believe or don't believe, um, we, we do have a lot in common because we are human beings and and uh, we have certain needs that we all share, and we have certain fears wow. that we all have. And uh, if we begin to share our experiences and those emotions begin to percolate, uh, before we get to uh, ideology, which is really not experience-based, it's usually um, as a result of somebody's um, – um, they have a they have an agenda, and we need to be aware of agenda. If we could begin with our humanity, if we could find some agreement somewhere – and then maybe kind of uh, go a little bit deeper and see if there are some foundational reasons why we have that agreement. And if we, in fact, um, are people who are committed to Christ, have, have begun to walk with him, now we have uh, the, the, the greatest commonality of all. Um, just as Jesus you know, chose such a diverse group of, of disciples, from uh-huh. Simon the Zealot to Matthew the tax collector, you know, on the left, on the right, there's no way where they're going to get together, but they find a common denominator in Christ. And even though they are immature and, and not really understanding yet what he is about, they connect there, and so they hang in there with each other. So com- finding the common ground is really, really, really critical. Something, John, that I've been working on, I mentioned this to you earlier, 
is something I'm calling unity training. We hmm. talk a lot about diversity training, and uh, we do yeah. a lot of that in the, in the secular world, and we do it um, um, sometimes inside the church, as we should, because God loves diversity. But there's a prerequisite. It's called unity. And uh, it's a prerequisite, and it's also the sequel to diversity. So it, 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 it's the framework that we need. And uh, there are a number of issues, you know, we need to work on um, to do that. And without going into a lot of detail about that, which, which I could do, and I, I love talking about it, and I love the experience of helping people understand what really is the basis of unity, not uniformity, not always thinking the same, certainly not having the same preferences or personality styles or, or even political you know, ideals, that there is another way to get at unity that becomes then um, sort of the, the, the baseline, and we can, we can go from there if we can establish that. And I would simply say building strong friendships, which I think we've forgotten to do, is really ah. the key to that, building strong, healthy friendships. Um, and there are some elements to that that are, that are critical. I mean, we have to establish trust. Well, how do you do that? You establish trust by, willing, uh, by your willingness to be vulnerable with one another. Um, not starting with what I'm sure about and what I want to prove to you and what I want to I, I want to make you believe, but my own journey has um, shown me that in my humanity I am um, I, I am vulnerable I I do have needs and I have stumbled and I don't have all the answers and beginning humbly with that begins to actually establish trust because if I know where you're coming from then I can help, um, I, I, can, I can relate to that, and I can, um, um, I, I can track with you. I'm not, I'm, I'm not threatened by you. It's, it's not a contest now. We're meeting in a place where we have so much in common. And, and from there, if there is a, a, a kind of caring that um, uh, begins to show up, uh, and there's a kind of empathy that begins to show up because we learn how to listen, which we're not doing these days. And if you're not listening, you're obviously not capable of sharing empathy. Even if you feel that, you're not sharing it because it's just a loud, angry debate. With my, with my good friends, where we have really worked this through, we know each other well. We know each other's foibles. We know each other's sins. We know each other's struggles. Um, we've walked alongside of each other in some kind of caring way. We can discuss virtually anything. We can debate. We can even argue with each other, and the friendship is not, is not shaken. Um, in fact, it, it's enriched because we are getting a different point of view, and uh, the, the goal is not to, um, to uh, convince somebody that I'm right. The goal is to understand each other better, and in that, we're going to go to a deeper level of friendship, and we can, we can stand um, any disagreement if we actually go to work on that. And I, I think that's our calling. I certainly think it's our calling as Christians because, as you say, as you're quoting from Hebrews 13 and so many other passages, I'm thinking of Peter who says, love each other deeply. Mm-hmm. And he kind of has to add that, that deeply part because it isn't just a matter of saying, I love you. You have to practice it. You have to prove it. You have to walk alongside somebody for a while, accepting them right where they are with your arm around them, even while you disagree about some things. And that can actually be kind of a delightful experience because it's, I want to know, okay, why do you feel that way? Tell me where that comes from. What's your experience? As opposed to just, you know, quoting some authority on your side. I'm not as interested in that. I'm really interested in what you know and how you know it and why you know it. 
and uh, all of that is is held now by the, the this friendship that is um, not going to go away, not going to be destroyed by this. Okay, this this friendship you're talking about, uh, Doug. Yep. Um, that's a friendship uh, that can weather different differences of opinion. Yes. Yes. Right. So rare right now. Yeah. Um, and that yeah. that it sounds like I saw a, a large part of what you were saying there had to do with a certain humility that mm-hmm. that we have to have. Um, and that that is. I'm in process. Uh, I'm not, you know, I think a lot of our problems is we all think we have to be a hundred percent, right. A hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's all kind of, kind of a black and white sort of simplistic generalization of what's happening in the world, quoting, you know, something we just heard on social media. Right. Right. And that may uh, or may not have any evidence to back it up. Yeah. So, so how do we create uh, how do we create an environment where that that can happen? How do we encourage people to be be more vulnerable and to be more willing to be in process and and express humility with one another? I, huh, you know where do these well, things Well, I'd like come to think from? that we yeah, I I I'd like to think that we can create a community that is safe in that way and the church is supposed to be that. And many times uh, right now it is, unfortunately, sadly, um, even tragically, not that. But we yeah. we can't give up because it, because we haven't found it yet. We then, then create it. I mean, create it one-on-one. Create it uh, with two or three of you. And, and, and don't find, every, don't find uh, the partners who think exactly like you. That's, you know, living in the echo chamber where you just you right. have to agree that's a sign of loyalty and the sign of your legitimacy. But, um, you know, deliberately, intentionally um, begin that kind of relationship or build upon a relationship you already have and set some ground rules for how this is going to operate and, and affirm your care and your, your respect and your love for each other and start from there. And uh, I, I think it's important maybe, I mean, usually you, you would just do this unconsciously. You would do it almost um, uh, you know, w- without having to formalize it. But right now we might need some guidelines when, it, when yeah. we're living in a high-stress, high-tension uh, place. And I've done this when I've been involved with churches and there's a conflict there and I'm the interventionist. And, okay, we need some guidelines, some ground rules that will create some safety that will allow us to do something productive here instead of just um, reacting Let's respond wow. and not react. So, how, you know, learning how to do that. And even in our, in, in our friendship, we're going to have to reinforce things. You know, we are friends and we're going to get through this. And, and you can disagree. And I may not even understand. I want to understand. We may not agree at the end, but our friendship is intact. We're, we're, we're not going to give up on this. We have no other option. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I so think you've got to start there or or continue to um you know return to that and come back that come back to that and 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 that there's there's got to be some bedrock values that you cling to in the midst mm-hmm. of whatever disagreements and discrepancies you discover can can you give us can you give us some of those doug some of those values some of those what you mentioned earlier is like ground rules um are there some that come to mind uh 
Well, I mean, yeah, I think I think we've already mentioned you've come up with, you know, the word the word humility here is I, yeah. I don't know everything. I'm not always right. I'm not infallible. And neither are my mentors or the people I look up to. Okay. Um, and, and so number one, yes, I don't have all the answers. I could be wrong. Number two, I respect you. Um, and I'm going to continue to respect you and care for you um, during this process. And I will promise to listen very carefully. And hopefully we will listen to each other until we gain understanding. In fact, at some point you have to stop and say, here's what I, I think you're saying. Do I have it right? Uh, huh. Let me paraphrase what I'm hearing from you. I have it right. Okay, that brings up new questions. So you keep pursuing the questions. But, again, there's love and respect is what holds this together. If, if, if you huh. don't have that, then you're suspicious, then you're insecure, then you're, you're threatened, then you're angry. And, uh, and now this other person represents, you know, somehow becomes the enemy in the process. Well, that's not our intention. That's not what we want here. We're not going to get anywhere doing that. And if we give up with people who disagree with us, now we're only in our own tribe. And Jesus warned us, if you only love the people who are like you, the people who are easy to get along oh, yeah. with, the people who always agree with you, you know, what more do you do than the pagans? So, that's right. Um, um, you know, we, we live in a world that's already divided, and we are to live counterculturally to all of this. So, uh, yes, I, I may disagree. I may disagree strongly with you on some issue, whatever that might be. You can just pick one out of a hat because there are several that are kind of leading the way that are at the top of, the, of what's trending right now. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot more that we have to discover. In fact, I would say there's almost always concerns and, and uh, observations on both sides that need to be considered. And there are some that I haven't considered that are very important to you. And I need to know why that is. And it might be that there is, um, you know, it's illusory, something uh, that you believe or something I believe really has no foundation at all. But usually there's some kind of experience or some kind of at least exceptional evidence that that supports some part of what I'm saying. So why is that? Mm. I mean, take something as simple Mm. as as, um, race relations. Uh, If somebody's had a bad experience with this group over there, they will tend to generalize. It'll harden into a prejudice. It'll become bigotry and perhaps even hatred if it becomes toxic enough. And, uh, but, but I want to acknowledge that what happened to them, that bad experience is real. That was their perception. That is what happened to them. And, and mm-hmm. uh, I want to acknowledge that. Now, let's, let's take a larger perspective. Let's, let's go down, but then let's go back up and take a larger perspective to get a bigger picture of what's happening here. Because is that the whole truth? We're looking for a, a really a larger perspective of, of that truth. Uh, but we can't do that unless we have a platform that allows us to, um, uh, to, to keep going with each other without uh, dismissing the other person. Wow. That's great. That's really good. And leaders, uh, the, the person up front has to model this, and the leaders hmm. together have hmm. to model it with each other. So somebody has to start this, and leaders have to ante up first and uh, go in this other direction. And hopefully there will be many others who will follow because – you know, we're we're looking for um, a relief from this uh, terrible time and this incessant arguing that's going on that just continues to batter us, whether it's publicly or privately, and alienate us from each other. And we we know we're going in a in the wrong direction. We all sort of know that. I think intuitively, because yeah. yeah. I think God has built into us a desire for shalom at a very profound level. 
um, but we don't ha- don't know how to get out of this um, this whirlwind that we're in. And I, I I think building friendships in this way is is always the new beginning. Wow. I, you know something that really concerns me is uh, how important uh, these things have become to to Christians, and 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 they're not they're not even biblical things. They're they're not you know they're they're cultural things. They're uh, you know this side of of an argument or that side of an argument. And, and yet the, the argument itself is not going to fix anything. Either side is not going to fix it because, because, uh, you know, we know the real problem is sin in, in our hearts. And, um, yet, and only, only a work of the Lord in us can, can solve that. But we, we have so latched on to all these more tangible um, and, and I think they're combative type uh, solutions that really are no solutions at all. Uh, do you know, uh, do you get what I'm saying? Sure. Well, other people are defining, you know, what the issues are and they tend to be very um, sort of, um, uh, ah. uh, Particular issues that have strong political consequences. So now we're talking about, you know, um, matters of, of, of power and, 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 you know, who's benefiting by this and who's in, being enriched by this and who's, who's gaining, uh, um, um, you know, followers because of this. And, and these issues mm-hmm. are imposed upon us. And there are very few, you know, it's very few people that are independent thinkers that are weighing all of this, which is what God has called us to do because he's given us that kind of freedom. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, and he, he's given us, you know, a, a true North to kind of guide us through all of this. And, um, um, you know, nobody has all the answers. And there, there are questions whether you're talking about, you know, the health issues that are in front of us and the, this disease that's been assaulting us. There, there are lots of things swirling around, and, and uh, the, the medical experts are still working through some of it. Some of it is, has become very clear, you know, what's, what works. And, and some things have changed as we learn more about whether it's a, a vaccination or the nature of the disease itself or, or how it spreads, how it's tran- transmitted. Um, and, and those are technical questions. Um, and, and we just need to keep, you know, stay on top of what is the most reliable evidence there. We have to trust other people. Everybody trusts some authority, some expert in this area. But beware of the fact that people have hidden agendas, including ourselves, and uh, it's all colored by our emotions. So we need to come back to what we know for sure, um, which is a real spiritual issue, as you're saying, and then um, – Let's let's continue to have we, we have to we have to dialogue because we're always learning our, our our understanding is always expanding and sometimes we realize we're wrong and when's the last time somebody said I'm wrong I apologize I misunderstood but the person who says yeah. that is actually the strongest and the most reasonable among us when they do that oh wow um, you know I've been talking about Hebrews thirteen. And it's it's very interesting to me that, uh, you know, we started with that first verse, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. 
And um, but uh, listen to these uh, next two verses. Do not forget to show hospitality to strangers, for by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. And then verse 3, you mentioned empathy. So don't demonize them. They might be angels. Yeah. Careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and verse 3, you mentioned empathy. I, and I've never noticed this verse before. But, I mean, this is the, this is the most clear uh, command to empathy I've ever seen in the scriptures. Continue to remember those in prison as if you were together with them in yeah. prison. And those who, empathy, are mis- yeah. Yeah, mistre- those who are mistreated as if you yourself were suffering. Yeah. Now. Yes. And yeah. If Very we were important. doing this uh, for everybody, uh, I think it would be a whole different environment. Don't you think? Um well, instead of lining up and deciding who are the enemies and, uh, and, and pointing out who's wrong, I mean, this, this chapter goes an entirely different direction, obviously. Yeah. It's telling us what we can do constructively to make it right. And mm. then to partner with others to say, how can we make this right? We don't have all the answers, but there's some things we know we can do. Let's go do this. Let's, go, let's become experts. Let's become champions of hospitality, for example. Let's show mm-hmm. love in that way. Let's, um, let's develop empathy towards those who are on the outside, towards those who are on the opposite side. Let's, uh, let's learn more about and spend time with and be a real presence of Christ in the lives of other people. And it's amazing what will happen. I mean, there's, there's the issues themselves and the interpretation and the diagnosis. Go but ahead. then there's you know, the way, the, the kind of tone and culture and atmosphere that we create. And um, one affects the other tremendously. I mean, the content can suddenly, you know, change the atmosphere and it can get very hostile and no longer friendly. But the atmosphere can set it up for us to talk about almost anything, but keep it in perspective because every, everything is not worth, you know, it's not a hill worth dying on. Right. Some things, okay, let's just let this, let, let, let this uh, sus- be suspended for a moment. Let's keep working it through, but let's always check in and make sure that we are, um, you know, we're, we're, we're continuing to build this friendship that allows us to talk about these things. Otherwise, we can't. Otherwise, we retreat or attack. Wow. Wow. And those are options we have to retreat or attack. We have yeah. to engage and engage with the spirit of Christ. That's our call. Yeah. No excuses, no exceptions. That's our call. One of the fir- I, I noticed one of the first things you said, Doug, um, was uh, something about insecurity. And, yeah. um, boy, uh, don't you think that's got to be uh, underneath a lot of this? That of course we it aren't, is. We aren't, we aren't secure in our relationship with the Lord or with other people to be able to be wrong or to be able to be in process and so we have to rely on uh, you know always being right (laughs) well we're insecure because we're chronically anxious and we're chronically anxious um, because uh, there are people who continually whip up the level of anxiety 
um, uh, and trade on those fears that we have. And uh, we are reduced in the process. And, and now we're not reasonable people able to engage in adult-level conversations. Uh, we become children again, taunting each other like we're in the schoolyard. Wow. Wow. <sighs> How true that is. Well, I hate Unfortunately. to say it. <laughs> Yeah, and I hate to say that our time is up. I knew this was going to go fast. Come um, on, John. We're just getting started. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I love having you on this show. Uh, Doug, can you give us a, give us a final word here? What's, what's uh, give us something to hold on to um, as we, uh, as we try to step through the minefield of, of, uh, of this world that we live in. Well, more than anything else, I think, uh, for us to recommit ourselves to build strong, healthy friendships on a foundation of trust, which is built by vulnerability, by listening, by empathy, uh, by humility, um, and by acts, ways that we express our, our care, even when we disagree, especially when we disagree. And we hold on to each other. And it's amazing where we can get, if we're willing to do that, we can get almost anywhere we need to be, and we're both going to benefit in the process. And hopefully a, a community around us watching this will say, that's a better idea. That's a better trajectory. I like idea. that journey. Uh, that's great. That's great. It's a better idea. Amen. Well, Doug, thank you so much. And uh, this will not be the last time. Um we hear from you, I'm sure, but this has been really practical and helpful, and I just hope I hope uh, we can take it to heart. Well, thanks for the invitation, John. I always appreciate it, okay. and I will call you in an hour or so, and I will correct you for all your misconceptions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't. I love it. Okay. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you so much. Take care. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, boy. And now, <laughs> oh, I've, I, I, hi, everybody. How are we doing? <laughs> you know what I've done? I have lost, um, ah, there we go. I lost my studio. <laughs> We're on Block Talk Radio. And I lost my studio, so I can't close the show. But I found it. I found it. And uh, ah, gosh, we're all we're all needy, aren't we? We're all vulnerable. Vulnerable. We're we all need to be humbled. How true that is. And and to trust to trust one another. Um, ah, boy, this uh, this was really good. So uh, tell your friends about this one. Um, I think we all need to listen to this uh, two or three times. Um, I'm going to hear it again for sure. And uh, I just want to thank you again for being uh, with us on Block Talk Radio. And uh, listen, build real friendships, humility, trust, empathy, uh Boy, we can go anywhere and uh, disagree about anything, 
and still hold on to each other and hold on to the Lord. How how needy that is. And uh, so God bless you. Thank you for joining us. with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the family.